And welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. One of the best parts of an American Road adventure is finding interesting and authentically local places to eat along the way. In Volume 4 of the 10th Anniversary Edition of American Road Magazine, our Diner Day column focused on the tiny and unique 10-top restaurant in an historic Norfolk, Virginia neighborhood. It's a story of romance and a love of good homemade food that our guest and co-owner Rick Fraley has to tell about his charming 10-top restaurant. In this second of two podcasts, Rick tells the secret of delicious homemade delicacies straight from the Chesapeake Bay. This podcast is brought to you by Levy County, Florida and Greenwood, Mississippi, the home of the blues and incredible food. Have you ever wanted to just get away from it all? Escape to our cozy seaside town where amazing sunsets, excellent fishing, and crystal clear springs await your arrival. Come relax in Levy County, Florida. Explore our website, visitnaturecoast.com. That's visitnaturecoast.com. We're talking, by the way, with Rick Fraley, co-owner of the Ten Top Restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia. Talk about your food, what, what your concept is of, of the kind of food you prepare and, uh, you know, who you who you want to sell to or attract. We kind of want to attract, I think, uh, pretty much anyone who appreciates um, homemade food. Uh, we we get in there every day. It's, it's really a labor of love. I know that's a cliche, but uh, you'd have to love it to work the hours we work for, uh, you know, it's yeah. not like you're... You're not getting rich on a, on a, on a small mom and pop, I'll tell you that. Um, so we get in there to the restaurant every day at about 8 in the morning. Um, we open at 11, so between 8 and 11 we're um, prepping everything, getting receiving our fresh um, food orders in every morning from our local purveyors, and uh, just kind of getting to it, making soups, um, making all of our, like I said, all of our sauces are made from scratch, cooking wow. off all of our meats and slicing meats, roasting them, ready for the sandwiches. We use some. We make tuna. We use fresh tuna instead of canned wow. um, to make our tuna salad. Uh, we use, you know, all fresh ingredients. That it just obviously good food takes time. Yes, so it does. we get, like I said, we get there at eight in the morning, and we work all day. We close at nine, and we get home usually around ten or eleven at night. My so. Goodness. That's Monday wow. through Saturday. We're we're doing that. Heather so, and I every week. I understand that the specialty is the sense of uh, everything's handmade and it's all locally mm-hmm. produced. It's all local products and it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it uh, like a concentration on seafood or, or what would I look? Yeah, we have a pretty uh, a pretty wide range of of products. We go everywhere from like I said, like a tuna melt and a chicken salad sandwich to. Uh, our, our homemade pork barbecue, pulled pork, mm. um, and then we have a, a wide range. We, um, Ghent is a, is a, it has a high concentration of vegetarians. Actually, Norfolk is the <laughs> the headquarters of uh, PETA, uh, which is obviously uh, <laughs> uh-huh. big time vegetarian folks. So we uh, do. Um, PETA, by the way, is, is PETA. Let's see, PETA is the. Uh, I'm trying to get the acronym right. It's uh, people for the ethical, ethical treatment animals. That's yeah. right. People for the ethical treatment of animals. That's right. So it's yeah. located right there. You better have some good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. And Heather and I are quite meat centric as far as our personal, uh, our personal style. But, um, <laughs> but you got you got to cater to the community. So we do have sure. we make our own fresh hummus and uh, we do hummus in like a, with fresh roasted vegetables and 
Uh, we do a lot of um, like a vegetarian black bean chili and uh, oh, some vegetarian pasta dishes, like a Thai peanut pasta, um, almost like a similar to like a uh, sure uh, like a like a pad Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we we kind of take inspiration from all over as yeah. far as for lunch and then for dinner. Um, we have everything from homemade meatloaf to um, to fresh salmon and uh, our uh, crab cakes that we make in-house, as well as um, fresh local fish that kind of changes daily depending on what fish is, uh, has come out of the bay. Hey, listen, <laughs> do, you do, do you do carry out to Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll deliver to you. <laughs> Actually, I understand you have an addition coming to your family, not, just, not, another, yeah. ta- not another table, not another set of chairs. <laughs> or another menu yeah. item. <laughs> yeah, another mouse feed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we actually had our baby shower yesterday at my uh, my parents' house, so it was uh it just it gets very real when you're sitting there holding <laughs> a, a little pink tutu uh when you know that in 5 weeks from now I'm going to have a a little girl to uh, oh. to hopefully train to come and do dishes at our restaurant a couple of years. <laughs> her, her, you know, uh, her this, fate is sealed. The labor logs don't count when it's family members. You can work them at ten. <laughs> that's right. Eight, and as it was in your case as well, you began at a tender age, and uh, absolutely, this next generation, like it or not, are going to grow up. They may make their mind to go somewhere else eventually, but they're going to be putting plenty of time in at the tent. Absolutely. Talk. We'll be back in just a moment to hear how Rick and his wife are using social media in their restaurant business. When Hollywood location scouts for the movie The Help found Greenwood, Mississippi, they knew they struck gold. The architecture, cotton fields, fabulous foods, and residents who welcome everyone with open arms was enough to convince the producers that Greenwood was the perfect place. To experience these same features that charm all the guests, take one of the Help tours and see not only the filming locations, but where the cast and crew members ate, stayed, and enjoyed Delta life. Learn the secrets of aspic and ambrosia in a help-themed cooking class at the original Viking Cooking School. And if it's decadence you're after, treatments at the Alluvian Spa, followed by a fabulous meal at one of the award-winning restaurants, and a comfortable night spent in any of the great hotels will fit the bill. For more information about Greenwood, Mississippi, visit their website at greenwoodms.org. That's greenwoodms.org. Now let's return to our conversation with Rick Fraley about the 10 Top Restaurant in Norfolk, Virginia. Well, my wife, she has a degree in English literature, and she's still doing it. She's cooking away because, you know, it's just... It's it's one of those things. I went to Old Dominion, uh, so did she, of uh, the local mm-hmm. university in Norfolk. I went for biology and chemistry, and she went for, for English, and we both end up being chefs. So. <laughs> well, I, I imagine you with your scientific mind can do the sauces pretty well, and, and she can do yeah. the PR for the place, you know. So you oh, gotta, she you does not. a ton of it, yeah. <laughs> and she, uh, she runs all of our little social networking sites. We have a Facebook page and a Twitter page. And I saw that, That's yeah. a lot of the ways that we can get out to um, to all of our our customers, because we um, every morning we post our specials, and people can kind of see that before they even come in or before they call. And if something catches their eye, they you know they head on in from work. That, we get a ton of that, especially uh, to go, especially during the day and, and at night when people are on their way home from work, because you know we do actual dinner. Yeah. Do you, do you find that that kind of gives you an edge in some senses in, in terms of doing business that you have that ability? Absolutely, because. You know, uh, we, I, I came from a fine dining background. 
uh, every restaurant I've worked in before this. I mean, we, I was a, I was a sous chef and a chef at places that were fine dining, that were you know white tablecloth, and mm. you're putting out a entire plate of food. So when I got to come back to the ten top, um, it was in not a decline, but maybe getting away from that kind of everything made from scratch, everything fresh. Mm. And, and, and Heather and I really brought that back. We really brought back yeah. the idea of come to this place and get some real food in a plastic to-go box and take it home to your family. And, and it's something that you can really not feel bad about. It's, it's yeah. not like you're stopping at, you know, one of the big boy burger chains or, right. you know, pizza. This is real food made from scratch by hand that you can be okay you can be happy serving to your family. Absolutely. And, and I think that that quality adds on. I want to think that for the professional, the young professionals that are around you and people who are kind of like yourself, uh, urban pioneers, value that because they know that we they get can, a lot of that. They, can, they, can, they yeah. can get everything else. But it's what's neat is that you've used that social media to be able to hook into that audience and uh, tie yeah. those things together. That's excellent. Well, it's definitely more my wife than me. <laughs> she uh, she definitely has has really really kept that up, um, and and and, it, and it's a great free advertising tool. Oh yes. Uh, we also have a, a, a medical school uh, a matter of blocks away from our restaurant, and you know for the most part, people that are in the medical field want to eat a little better than most. You know, oh, yes. they're they're going to school. They know the effects of you know high cholesterol foods yeah. and. We don't have a deep fryer, so we don't fry anything. We don't do French mm. fries. We don't do anything like that. Everything in our restaurant comes straight out, broiled out of our oven, or sautéed on our on our stovetop. So um, it's one of those things where when you can offer things that are, you know, maybe we have a little cream or a little cheese and something, but yeah. you know, when you can offer something that's a reasonable well, price yep. for for the right healthy product, people are. They come back. Well, you know, it's interesting. My daughter is an emergency doctor, and I can tell you from her stories, the medical staff, you know, that there's never a, a lack of food around, but there often is a lack of good food. There's often a fast food or, or, yeah. or treats, cookies, or things like very fattening. They really want to eat a healthy meal. So I can under, mm-hmm. I can imagine that a medical staff would say, you know, if I can find some place that I can get a good, healthy meal out of this, um, I'd definitely go for that rather than another you know, a pound cake or whatever it is maybe in the break room. Exactly, exactly, yeah, because the food at the hospital is not very good. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to stake your life on that. Uh-uh. Rick, yeah, exactly. Rick, it's been a delight talking to you. Is there anything else that strikes you about the restaurant that is kind of unique or maybe even ties in with that 10 theme that we have? Like I said, maybe it sounds cliche, but we really try to make people feel like they're part of our family. We know our customers by their first name. People come in. We, I recognize their voice on the phone when they call in, Excellent. and they'll, you know, they'll leave their message. And, and would, before they even say their name, I'll be, all right, Mike. We'll see you in a few minutes. And people, people like that. I you know, people do. like to be remembered and recognized, and it makes them feel like they're part of our group. Yep. People, you know, we, we get uh, people come in all the time that. Bring us little cards when they know it's our birthday, or vice versa. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, really we've cool. Got everybody that comes in that'll just, you know, ask about how the baby's doing, and Heather, you know, Heather's working too much. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> or, yeah. You know, she should get more uh, time off, or you know, giving us hard <laughs> time about it. It's, but it's good, you know. People that tr- really care about you, it makes you care more about them, yeah. and that's what That's-, we kind of want to 
reflect in our place. It's a well, place that, where you can come and people remember your name. Yeah, and I love that. It has been a delight talking to you. The best to you and Heather and the new addition coming to the family, even though she'll be up to her elbows and soap suds eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully sooner than later. Got to get that free labor. <laughs> Rick, thanks again so much. Thanks for listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Levy County, Florida. For more information, join them on the web at visitnaturecoast.com. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. And visit us at americanroadmagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itineraries, suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.